The Tiger Daniel Podcast, brought to you by Snow's Furniture. You know what's going to be a lost art here soon, Daniel? What's that now? Uh, driving a stick shift, a manual car. I don't think you can even buy a manual car you anymore, can you? Uh, when I was looking at buying cars, I went to the uh, dealership, and uh, this is years ago, and I found a car I liked, and I said, is there any chance that I can get this in a manual, like, you know, stick shift? And they said, man, we're not even building those anymore. And uh, I think that a lot of people don't know how to drive a stick shift, and that's okay, I guess, if everything's going to be an automatic from now on. But I actually liked, there was something, I, I don't know how to explain it, but there was something about the busyness of it or something that kept me a little bit entertained in the car when you have to go to first and second and uh, third. But uh, I don't know if many people know how to do that. Well, no, nobody, that now that they don't make the car anymore, I don't think there's anybody under, I would say, 25 that would know how to drive one. A, unless, a stick you know, shift. And, uh, man, uh, a stick shift, like, you have to put it in first and then second and all that. And um, when I was learning this, and a lot of people know what I'm talking about, it was fine if it was flat out. Mm -hmm. But you you guys know what I'm talking about. The terror of you stopping at a red light on a hill, and you're going to go backwards a little bit. And will you go backwards enough to hit the car behind you, or will you finally get it in gear and go forward? There's no more of a religious person than that young teenager. Yeah. That first time you might roll back into a car. <laughs> and every now and then in Tulsa, I can tell when somebody's driving a stick shift because they go backwards a little bit, then they go forward. I'm like, ah, oh, cool. God's got a stick shift. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting an electric car, but I want a stick shift. A stick shift electric yeah. car. Um, it was hard to eat with a stick shift, though. I'll tell you that. You I, know, like, I could do it, though. Yeah, I mean, I figured it out. But, like, you, you got fries and you got a Coke or something, and you're trying to steer and do that you know, move the gear shift around. Um, it was actually the reason when I was a young person, I was about 21 years old, I lived in New York City, and I was interning at the uh, Late Show with David Letterman. And David Letterman has a lot of money, and he also had these crazy cars. And one of his cars was a stick shift. And because he was a celebrity, he didn't go to the gas station to get his own gas, because otherwise people would, like, you know, bother him and stuff. And um, he drove a stick shift to work one day, and they called down to my office, and they said, Tig. Do you know how to drive a stick shift? And I guess it was because I was from Alabama. I guess they thought I knew how to drive a stick shift because I was driving tractors around or something. Yep. And I said, I actually do. And so I got to drive his car to the gas station. And uh, you want to talk about being scared to death. Driving in New York City in a stick shift in a $100,000 car, that'll get your attention. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it would. Like I was like dying. Hopefully man. the gas station was close by. <laughs> it was pretty close. Man, I was a nervous wreck. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig. And hello, Daniel. Tig's made the decision now. This holiday season, he's going to make all the kids in his neighborhood happy. You're going to get a trampoline for the old backyard. Mm -hmm. Everybody knew somebody with a trampoline growing up, and it was a, a great bit of fun. Now, here's my question to you. Where are you going to get this thing? First, where are you going to get it? Um, I don't know the answer to that yet, but the first thing we all do is we go Google stuff we're yeah. curious about, and I see it for sale at Walmart, and I see it for sale at other places. And secondly, who's going to help you put that thing together? Um, I'm going to recruit the neighbors. Uh, the deal is basically is that I'm a bit of a mooch in my neighborhood. My neighbor has a pool, and we're always using her pool. Uh, my, my son goes over there re regularly during the summertime. I go over there regularly. And then uh, my other neighbor has a golf cart, which we use regularly. And I have submitted nothing to the uh, benefit of the neighborhood. Yeah. So. And so um, one of my neighbors texted me the other day and she said, listen, and uh, she was dead serious. She goes, I don't know if it was a backhanded insult or not, but she kind of 
insinuated like, hey, maybe it's time you step up and provide something instead of just mooch off of all of us. And she suggested a trampoline. And also, they don't have yards like I have. I have a pretty decent yard. And um, so she's like, it'd be perfect. So I will probably do that for the kids in the neighborhood, especially since I, I enjoy our neighbors and I think the kids will love it, and I'll be finally contributing to something instead of being just a total mooch. What are you going to do when your little son uh, drags that trampoline like we all did over by the house, and they jump off the house onto the trampoline? Oh, well, I'll whip his butt, You're man. You're going to be a nervous wreck. <laughs> well, you did it. Why can't he do it? I didn't jump off a roof onto the trampoline. You never you did a mind? thing where you no. pulled the trampoline uh, over close to a roof, and then you climbed up on it and jumped off oh, onto it? What I do know is inevitable is when you have a trampoline, there is going to be an injury. I broke my wrist on a trampoline. Yeah. My my big giant cousin who thought he was a WWE wrestler decided to DDT me or something. I know. And, uh, you know, I broke my wrist. And endless stories of people flying off the side of the trampoline. Yeah, somebody's going to get hurt. That's part of the fun. That's part of it. Yeah. It's like if you play sports, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Get a trampoline, you're going to get hurt eventually. But now they have that net, so I don't know if that ruins the fun of it all. But good but times, safe, though. A trampoline... At that age is a lot the of the best thing. So that's yeah, good. So looking forward to it. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and good morning to you, Daniel. Uh, I got advice here for you from uh, several famous actresses, and this pertains more to women than it does to men. And uh, in separate interv interviews, Julia Roberts, Julianne Moore, Charlize Theron, they said they all regret one thing. What do you think it is as far as beauty goes? Uh, not wearing sunscreen. No, they said they regret overplucking their eyebrows when they were younger. Um, why? Don't they grow back? Uh, Julia Roberts was asked what advice she'd give her 19-year-old self. She said, quote, stand up straighter, it's all going to be okay, and don't pluck your eyebrows. Really? Uh, Julianne Moore said recently in a quote, the one thing I've always said is do not touch your eyebrows. Don't destroy your eyebrows like I did and countless other women that I know. And Charlize Theron said... Uh, her worst beauty mistake was, quote, the thin eyebrow from the 90s, and she added that she's still recovering from overplucking. I, I, I guess they're suggesting that if uh, you pluck your eyebrows too much, they will go away, kind of. Here's what it says. I just Googled it because now I'm curious because I thought you pluck a hair, it just comes back, so no big deal. It says uh, typically it can grow back, but there is a chance that it will never grow back. Uh -oh. So you're risking it when you do that. Yeah, you take it from these three ladies, like, these are beautiful ladies. They know about beauty. And uh, so, young people, do not pluck your eyebrows. Wow. I didn't know that was a big problem with ladies. Like, where they, it was, what is it, too bushy? And then they go in there and they try to fix it up and then regret it later? Well, like uh, Charlize Theron said, in the 90s, the thin eyebrow was very, very popular. Tweezing, waxing, and other hair removal methods can damage hair follicles, preventing them from ever regrowing. Yeah. Guys, wow. we don't seem to have that problem. Every now and again, I have uh, normal eyebrows. And just every now and again, I'll get one that's like three feet long. <laughs> you ever get that? What is that? Yeah, the rogue hair. That, what is that one? I don't that know, man. It's like, like super like hair grows out. Yeah. Hair or something like that. I had the opposite problem in my life, Daniel. Like, I, I don't, like, my eyebrows don't show up. When I go in the sun, they bleach. Yeah. Now, I always make fun of my little brother because he looks like Bert and Ernie. He looks like Eugene Levy with yeah, those and thick I'm like, eyebrows. Whatever yeah. the genes, they all went to you, and I didn't get any of that, so I've never had that problem. But, hey, I had no idea. That's good stuff. Like, be careful about the eyebrows because what you might want today might cost you in the end. It's 98.5 The Bull with Ty again, Daniel. thought it'd be fun to kind of take a trip down memory lane for a lot of us. Uh, I don't think Daniel likes it when I do this, but 
I don't know, there's something nostalgic about hearing uh, TV show theme songs. Yeah, you've only did it a million times. But I love this bit. and I um, But because TV shows, they don't have it anymore. Because now everything is like, because of YouTube and TikTok, you got to get to the point like immediately. Mm-hmm. So they don't waste a minute playing some song before they get to the, the show anymore. Um, but I got some if you'd like to hear them. Yeah, now. let's do it. Uh, let's maybe see. this is in honor of Norman Lear passing away earlier this week, uh, who made uh, great shows like... Good times, all in the family, the Jeffersons. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Norman Lear created all these great television shows. We lost him here recently, so it kind of got, you're right. That's why I kind of thought of this. Uh, Number one, Daniel, it's kind of a quiz for you. Here we go. Just uh, chime in when you think you know it. Jeffersons, which Norman Lear created, right? Yeah. I never understood uh, beans don't burn on the grill. Who's <laughs> grilling beans? I still like the song is great. I could listen to that yeah, like a, on yeah. the radio or something, you know? They uh, they used to do all these theme songs for shows. Uh, here's another one. This is pretty easy. You'll get this one. I'm pretty sure. Silly show, but funny. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship. A mighty sailing man, the skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour. A three-hour tour. You know what that is. Oh, yeah. That's uh, Gilligan's Island. Yeah. A lot of problems with that story, though, because um, I, I really like somebody broke it down. And uh, they were only gone for three hours, but somehow ended up 500 miles away from the, you know, it doesn't make sense, right? Well, yeah. What's that? It was a sitcom. Here we go. Whatever happened to the milkman, the paper boy, evening TV. Did I get delivered here? Somebody tell me, please. Yeah, you know, the, the little girl, you know, that was that set of twins, the Olsen twins, and uh, one would work a certain shift and the other one would work the other shift so they didn't ever work the uh, child actors on the show. Yeah. And we lost Bob Saget. I just went back and read about him. You know, they still think he just fell in his hotel room, didn't know how bad he hit his head, and went to sleep and never woke up. Yeah, they say don't do that. If you have a head injury, you shouldn't go to sleep or whatever. This might be hard for you, Daniel. I'll do two more, Okay. From the NBC studios in Burbank. Oh, is this the Tonight Show? I thought for a second it was Night Court. That's 
It's uh, Jay Leno's Today oh, okay. Show. Okay, I got it. And uh, finally, one more. This is what I think Daniel's entrance song, like anytime you walk at a bar in Tulsa, yeah. like, it'd be great if they just played this song. Because, like, you're old now. About the same age as this guy. Oh, really? Am yeah, I, and, uh, am like, I? when you walk in, I want this theme song to play. slide trombone going there. I think I would only uh, do that if I had a live band that would go in and perform it. <laughs> what do you think that is? That, that is, is the uh, theme to Matlock. So imagine, like, you're sitting in a bar. You know, if you're listening to me, you're sitting in a bar minding your business. Suddenly the door flies open. This starts to play. And Daniel walks in. I think it's perfect. Something's happening, yeah. Did you know, like, Andy Griffith, um, you know, he was the Andy Griffith show and Mayberry and all that? That Aunt B couldn't stand him in real life. Did you know could that? Could that be true? Aunt B could not stand Andy Griffin. Why? She, uh, I think she was like a serious actor, and he was kind of a young guy coming in, and yeah. he was the spotlight, and she didn't like all that. And later on, she apologized to him, like, but she was, like, about to die, and she finally apologized to I him. I think Andy Griffith was a big part of our lives growing up, but your little son, I bet he nah, has, he has no, no idea, idea what's going on. The, if anybody used to watch the Atlanta Braves, that's the reason you watch the Andy Griffith show, because anytime they went to rain delay... Oh, it came on? They would put the Andy Griffith Show on. It's 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. Good morning, guys. Russell Dickerson's on 98.5 The Bull, and we got two people that are about to be on 98.5 The Bull with us for the bullfight to... Uh, when Parker McCollum tickets. Who do we have, Daniel? Uh, on line one, we have Aaron. And on line two, we have Melissa. Aaron, a behavioral a behavioral coach. Am I saying that right? Behavioral health coach. Bere yes. Behavioral health coach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is for children, I assume? <laughs> yes. Um, I'm, I have two little nephews, a one-year-old and a three-year-old. And the one-year-old keeps biting the three-year-old. What can we do to get the one-year-old to stop biting? Oh, you know, just bite him back. <laughs> is that she sounds really like the, some coach. Is that the advice for real? No. Oh. No. Okay, well, I guess I won't be getting any, any advice from Erin today. She's withholding <laughs> advice. Uh, on line two is Melissa. You work at the ER. How are you, Melissa? Doing good. Uh, are your cohorts in there with you? No. It's just you? Not today, yes. Oh, has, when is just the last kidding. time uh, Tig's been in there? Tig, uh, not too long ago, <laughs> had to go to the emergency room. He claimed he fell on a shampoo bottle. <laughs> We're not allowed to say anything. Okay, yeah, don't yeah. say anything. <laughs> she can't say that you weren't in there, Tig, <laughs> claiming you fell on a shampoo bottle. All right, guys, the, the game is guess who in three words. I'm going to give you three words, and it could be a real person or it could be a fictional person. Keep that in mind. Uh, we will start with Aaron, the first to get through. The three words are chalkboard, skateboard, carumba. I have no idea. Uh, do you know that one, Todd? It's a Bart Simpson. <laughs> Bart Simpson. 
Okay. Yeah, you know how he's always writing that thing. You know, those writers, they, they've been doing that show 30 years. They have to come up with something new every episode to write, on, to that write on that chalkboard. Oh, I bet they wish they wouldn't have started that. Yeah. Uh, Melissa, up next. Yes. Science guy bow tie. Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill Nye is correct. <laughs> Melissa taking the early lead. Aaron, toy, spaceman, infinity. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear is correct. Melissa, friends, cougar, scream. Freddy Cougar. Incorrect. That would be Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. You know who that is from the show Friends? Yes. Okay. Yes, that makes- All right. We are tied up one to one. Uh, Aaron. Street. Magician. Brooklyn. What was it? Street. Magician. Brooklyn. Cup or out time. Is it, uh, I'm just guessing David Blaine? David Blaine is correct. You remember uh, right. that David Blaine froze himself in some ice in New York City? He did all kind of wacky stuff. And people stuff. went out there and held up signs the ice is fake, and he got mad from inside. <laughs> just like cussing him out. How are you going to be mad from inside a block of ice? Because uh, people were saying it was fake ice. He I know. Like was, he, was he not like completely frozen? Yeah, he was. Like, in, yeah. Just was in there weird. furious. Just yeah. cold, furious. <laughs> Couldn't do anything Couldn't if you were nothing. calling it fake. Melissa, basketball. Tattoos, Korea. Dennis Rodman? Dennis Rodman is correct. Remember, that guy used to go over to uh, North Korea all the time. Hey, Ty, pay attention in here, buddy. What's going on? People in the hallways talking. Ty looks like he's ready to kill somebody. Just pay attention in here, buddy. Okay. Well, Come those, on, what's happening? noise going on I know, but we're studio. live on the air. You're staring. Yeah, I know. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Aaron. Say something to Ty. Ty uh, talked about his behavior. Please, Aaron, really quickly. I'll pass. <laughs> All right, you're a real barrel of monkeys. You too. Both of wow, you today. Wow, Dana, what is wrong with you today? All right, up next, Miser Humbug Dickens. Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge is correct. That's you, Daniel. That's you, Ty. Um, Melissa, Donkey. Wait, I don't want to do that one. Up next, tour, uh, excuse me, tongue, bassist, kiss. Say it again. Tongue, bassist, kiss. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons is correct. All right, uh, so far we've got Aaron at uh, two. Melissa has three. Final question. Aaron, bald, boxer, grill. Evander Holyfield? Mike Tyson? <laughs> no, Ty Kepper out with that one. Everybody had one of these back in the day. The George Foreman Grill. George Foreman Grill. Oh. Melissa. Oh. <laughs> Dream assassinated Memphis. Mm. Dream assassinated Memphis. Oh, Elvis Presley. Everybody knows Elvis Presley uh, was assassinated, but it was Martin Luther King Jr. 
And with that, Melissa has <laughs> defeated Aaron. The 98-5, the bull fight. But uh, now, Melissa, you've got a decision to make. Will you hold on to these tickets, or would you like to give them to Aaron? Aaron, why should Melissa give you the tickets this morning? Because she's an amazing person and super kind, and it's Christmas time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's using some of that uh, behavioral coaching to try to get Melissa to give her the tickets. Melissa, though, the decision is yours. It sounds like you're consulting with someone. Is that true? True. And what is the uh, person you're when, consultant saying? When is the concert? The concert is December 30th. December 30th? I think I'll give them to her. Oh, my gosh. Really? Oh, my <laughs> Yes. Merry Christmas. Look at that. Oh, thank you so much. I can't believe it. Oh. Well, I didn't see that, that one uh, coming, Tug. Behavioral. She used magic on her. I know that's true. And, uh, <laughs> Melissa wishing Aaron a Merry Christmas. Uh, Melissa, do you want to wish anybody else a Merry Christmas? We'll let you do a shout out if you want, since you were so kind this morning. Uh, Merry Christmas to my <laughs> husband and two sons, Sawyer and Hunter. There you go. Good stuff. How old are Sawyer and Hunter? Sawyer is seven, and Hunter is ten. Santa Claus is coming pretty soon. Hope they've been good, and thank you. Uh, look, look at her being all nice, setting a great example for those kids and all that. Thank you, Melissa. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, good, good stuff. Finally, somebody gave away their tickets this week, Daniel. So it looks like she's going to be at the BOK Center to see Parker McCollum later this month. It's Kane Brown in the meantime, like I love country music, on 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. The Bull on Friday with Tyg and Daniel. Good morning. Uh, You remember how I told you, Tyg, that my favorite wing place in Tulsa is called Max Wings? Mm -hmm. You tried it? You you concur with this? I agree. I I liked it. It's like hometown-ish, small, family-owned business, like Mm -hmm. that part of it, and uh, fine wings. Uh, well, now I see. When it comes to a chicken wing, do you like the bigger the bigger wings or do you like a smaller, smaller. one? Smaller. I think I like smaller, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I saw another one has just opened here, not too far away from us on Greenwood Avenue. It's called Wing Supreme. And they say, here's their uh, their tagline, small wings, big flavor. That's right up my alley, <laughs> yeah, man. I'm going to have to give like. them a try. But then I feel I feel guilty. Do you ever feel guilty if you cheat on your, your wing place, if you go to a different place? You ever feel guilty if you go somewhere different than where no, you're used to going? Not at all, because I found a local place called Angie's Wings the other day, and I was excited to find you know find out what that was like, because I like the like you know hometown local thing, and uh, Angie's Wings pretty good, mm-hmm. Max Wings great, and uh, I'll be curious. No, I think it's okay because then you get your own opinion, and maybe Max Wings will not be dethroned in your head, or they will. Well, and it, well, it's just like with your haircut guy that you have. You said you finally found someone. I found a guy. Uh, Tyke said he finally found someone that can cut his hair. You feel like he does a good job. Yes. Will you ever now go to a different haircut guy? In an emergency, of course. In an emergency. Yes. When has there ever been a haircut emergency? Well, you know, like we'll have to do something for News on 6, you know, like uh-huh. television. And I've, I look like a drifter. Then I'll go for an emergency haircut if my guy can't do it. I don't know how many times I've advised you, do not, before television or photo shoot, go get a haircut. Why? Because that's rolling the dice, man. That's Russian roulette. <laughs> like, if somebody's about to get married or a lady's got her wedding mm-hmm. two or three days from now, do you think she ever goes and gets a haircut? I don't, I, I would, I, I see your logic. I get what you're yeah. saying. Because if it if they screw it up, at least there's time to, like, do something with it. But if it's the day before, you just got to live with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you had, <laughs> when we were young, and I think people remember this, used to, they had books inside of the, uh, 
the haircut place. And you would go through and you would pick out like, hey, I like that guy's haircut. And then, uh, as Daniel says, then they would just do whatever the hell they wanted to do. That is hair. correct. They had all those wonderful books in there. And I remember even this guy once, I took the book up to him and I said, this is exactly what I want. And I took my finger and I didn't just point, I touched. I touched the picture that I wanted. And this guy cut my hair just any kind of way. I promise you, the second I got up out of that chair, I looked in the mirror, I looked like Julius Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like the guy in the photograph that you wanted to... Not even remotely close. And then you know what I look like? Yeah. I got up after I had that haircut or whatever, and I looked at the guy, and I looked like Julius Caesar, and the son of a gun, he gave me the same haircut he had. <laughs> I guess the old guy can only do one haircut. <laughs> the book didn't matter at all. They just <laughs> do what they want yeah. down there. <laughs> Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel, this is fun. We always have a great time with this, our 12 strays of Christmas. This is, what, our third year doing this in a row now? I believe so, yeah. And uh, we like to introduce you to animals that are looking for a home this holiday season, heading into Christmas and all that. And uh, you've got another one today, Daniel. Yeah, you can go to thebulltulsa.com and see uh, actually see the pictures of these animals as well. If you're in the market or know somebody that is in the market for a pet this Christmas, uh, let us introduce to you Savannah. It's a female red brownish chihuahua mix about 10 pounds her estimated birthday is august 16th 2021 savannah uh, came to us from a local shelter back in august with five other dogs the dogs were part of a hoarding situation in rural tulsa county savannah was pregnant had her puppies about two weeks after entering arf her puppies have been adopted now and it's Savannah's turn to find her forever home she's very shy and leery of people she's not aggressive at all but just scared of new people She'll need a patient adopter who will work with her. Once you gain her trust, she will then enjoy snuggles and playtime. That's what I was going to say. There's like a reward at the end of that. Um, if you have like a shy pet, but once they start to love you, man, it doesn't it feel great? Well, heck, I don't blame her for the poor chihuahua being uh, in a hoarding situation. Had mm -hmm. a rough start to life, so now you can come along, adopt Savannah if you want a smaller dog, and uh, improve the rest of Savannah's life. And uh, you can see Savannah right now at thebulltulsa.com. Just click on the 12 strays of Christmas. She's up for adoption and would love to be somewhere for Christmas this holiday season, I'm sure. Uh, it's thebulltulsa.com. And <laughs> you can see me and Daniel posing with the, the dogs, too. Well, I'll say that we Very look precious. a little uncomfortable in a lot of the pictures because uh, I don't know if you ever try to take a picture with animals, especially th that aren't your animals. They're nervous of you. You're a little nervous. Like, is this thing going to turn around and snap at me? Mm -hmm. uh, is this cat going to try to jump out? And we were in like a photography studio. And if you ever miss it, if a cat goes missing, cat can get anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because we would let the cat down mm -hmm. for a second. Then it might go explore. And we're like, hey, where's that cat? Um, but we really didn't have many problems at all. They were all like, you can kind of tell, like they're looking for something. And uh, once you make a home for them, I think they're going to fall in love with you like you will with them. And you can check it out at thebulltulsa.com. Just click 12 Strays of Christmas to meet Savannah. 98.5 The Bull, welcome into Did You See? We take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. Right here in Tulsa, you might like the story. Uh, you know, people have opinions about social media. Sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's good. But uh, TikTok literally helped save the life of an Oklahoma student. Oklahoma Suter student. Would you like to hear that? Yes, polite. From News on 6. Many would argue that the lack of connection between people starts here. With the seemingly endless amounts of video right at your fingertips holding your attention. 
It just popped up on my For You page. One video that grabbed the attention of Savannah Stahlbomber was this. You have something I want. A TikTok made by Katie Hallam. It says, POV, I overhear you say you have healthy kidneys and no blood type. And then it says, you have something I want. Katie has a rare kidney disease. She turned to TikTok for some comedic relief about her incurable disorder. So I never asked for a kidney, but people started offering their kidneys to me. It went viral. I noticed Savannah commented and she had asked how she signs it to be a donor. Katie made another video for Savannah and the 30,000 others who liked the original post explaining the process. Savannah, a complete stranger to Katie, saw it and was determined to help. I felt like I had to get tested. Like, I was like, what if I am a match and I did nothing? After months of testing, Savannah was a match. It's a 1 in 20,000 chance that she could, it's a very incredibly low chance that she be my match. The transplant successfully took place on August 17th. I'm very grateful to be 5% Savannah. While Savannah lost a kidney, she gained a friend. I think it would be super, like, probably inseparable if we didn't live like four hours apart. I don't think there will ever be enough words to express my gratitude. All of that scrolling was worth it for this true connection. Savannah plans on spending a couple of days with Katie's family for Christmas. In Tulsa, Ryan Gillen, Oklahoma Zone, News on 6. Pretty cool. You got two kidneys, you can give one away. That's right. So thanks for TikTok for that, right? Yeah. What you got? Oh, well, I've got a few things here. Did you see this? A Texas woman, if I can get some audio over here, plays. A Texas woman found a possum hiding inside her artificial Christmas tree last week. Luckily, after a bit of a struggle, she was able to capture and release the possum back into the wild. Here is Brett documenting the showdown for social media. I am literally freaking out right now. I have no idea how this possum got in my house and up into my tree. And I'm trying to get him out, but it will not let me, and I just don't know what to do. Uh, she seems very calm for a uh, possum to be inside of her home. I almost wonder if it's uh, fake, if it's not set up or something. Wouldn't you flip out? Have you ever seen a possum up close? Yeah, they're freaky, man. It's a, you know, they're nice, but they're those are hideous creatures. Why are they so, like, messed up? What do you mean? Like, a lot of animals are cute. Like, even a squirrel can be cute. But why is a uh, possum kind of got a bad rap there, didn't it? Yeah, they say possums do really good for the environment. So maybe uh, they, they like, shouldn't be so I went rude. up to a possum once. It goes. <laughs> oh, they do his now. Uh, how about this? I got a little mashup for you. I want you to identify the two songs in this mashup. Tig, you ready? I don't know what the other one is. Rocket around the Christmas tree is one. Let's see what happens after the Brenda Lee hook here. I feel like people are mad at me because I don't know what the other one is. There's people probably, like, screaming at the radio now. Uh, I'll tell you, the band ACDC. Uh-huh. Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap. 
okay. mashed up with rocking around the Christmas tree. Who has the time to do these? What a great marriage. I mean, but who has the time? <laughs> that guy? I guess so. I guess. Uh, did you see this? A man was stopped by TSA at the airport going home after visiting his grandma. for a. Uh, he was stopped for a briefcase she gifted him but told him not to open it. Mm. Uh, she wanted it to be a surprise, but TSA thought it looked suspicious. Like if somebody gave you a suitcase and just said, even if it was your grandma, said, hey, just don't open this before you get on the plane. Or go through security. Are you going you gonna to look in it, aren't you? Eventually I'll have to, yeah. Here's Brett Gaffney explaining what was in the case. I go through security, and the machine goes off, and it gets flagged as it's going through the conveyor belt. The guy tells me what's inside it, and I'm like, I'll show you what's inside me. Like, how old is this thing? Like, this old-timey briefcase gets pulled away. Who am I, Tom Hanks? Am I going to go to the park, and I'm going to write a whole book with a typewriter? I almost didn't get in the airport because of this typewriter i'd imagine a typewriter in that uh, tsa x-ray machine does look does a little look suspicious a little wonky, yeah, yeah. i course. used to have uh one thing that i my suitcase would get flagged for all the time i used to have this uh like toiletry bag and in it i would if i was on vacation i would take out my spare change and throw it in that bag eventually that started to get Your flagged problem. because it was just a looked like a bunch of bits of metal mm -hmm. in a container so not good. Uh, did you see this? A Florida couple decided to tie the knot while traveling through a car wash. Here's a clip, Bruce. A clip, clip of Bruce. Here's a quick clip of Bruce and his <laughs> girlfriend of five years, Ingrid, getting married. We are gathered here today to join this man and this woman in holy matrimony. Are you say, Bruce? I give you this ring. I give you this ring. As a token of pledge. As a token and pledge. Of constant faith and abiding love. Constant faith and abiding love. That's a couple trying to get free car washes for the rest of their life. <laughs> don't you think? Is that what they were doing? I don't think they're taking it very seriously if they get... Well, why? Uh, to me, it seems like um, a joke or something. Well, Ty, I, you've officiated two weddings that I know of. I have. Now, that's a joke. <laughs> hey, both those people are still together, and they've had kids. Yeah. So I'm kind of responsible for that. I whole. thought after you paid for a wedding uh, that you would appreciate somebody just getting married in the old car wash. You know what we have coming up, Daniel? A bonus bullfight. Gary Allen, that's a great show, man. We would th we thought it'd be a nice surprise if we did a bonus bullfight for Gary Allen tickets coming up during this time. Because normally we always do it at 7:40. But we realize some people. This is a whole new uh, slew of listeners that have never got to play the bullfight around now. Yeah, because the uh, other people get to work earlier. Yeah. You guys are going to work now or whatever you're doing. So we'll play another one. But Ty, wait, there's more. Oh, it's going to be a double. That means we've got two pair of Gary Allen tickets. Uh, the two competitors will play against each other, and then the winner decides, will I keep both pair of tickets, or will I give my competitor a pair of tickets? What drama. That's coming up. Uh, we'll do that in eight minutes. How about that? Is, eight that, is that good for you, now. Daniel? Yes, plays. Enough to powder your nose and come back and all yes. that? That's moments away here on 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. we got a bonus bullfight now. We usually do this about 7.40, but uh, we had some extra Gary Allen tickets. And uh, you know Gary Allen. He's probably probably one of my favorite shows I've ever seen. Really? 
So I'm actually jealous because nobody at the radio station has offered me free tickets to see Gary Allen, but we're yeah. giving them to you guys. And uh, who do we have on the phone today for the... Uh... Let me introduce you to Misty on line one, a delivery driver in what city? Muskogee. Muskogee. All right, Misty, uh, uh, your competitor today will be uh, Tiffany, who's a home health nurse. How are you, Tiffany? Okay. On my way to work. All right. Well, earlier you heard uh, Tig was speaking, and he was—he uh, got to like one of the phone numbers, and he was like, uh, "Call us at nine one." <laughs> what do you think? Anything you could do to help him? I'm sorry. You, are you back on the speakerphone again? No, I'm not. What's guy? Something's I'm going here. on. What's happening? I'm getting laser. What? I, I never get it, Ty. Like, well, we're before we get on the air, it's like crystal clear connection. You can hear a pin drop, and then the second we get on the air, it's like a circus. Uh, today, it's a duble, guys. That means I've got two pair of tickets for you. Um, the winner at the end will get to decide if they're going to keep both pair or they're going to split them. Missy, I'm going to do something. Uh, Tiffany, I'm going to do something we've never done before. I'm going to give you guys about 20 seconds to consult each other, and maybe you can come up with an agreement. Maybe you'll agree to split. Uh, you could lie to each other. It's completely up to you guys. Uh, just discuss what you'll do if you win independently. Just go ahead, guys. you got about 20 seconds. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm sorry, but I know some girlfriends that would be terribly mad at me if I didn't take all four. <laughs> okay. See, I was just going to split between the two, so just to be fair. It's whatever uh, you want to do, but I, I know a couple girlfriends that will probably ring my neck when they know it's Gary Allen. I mean, I understand. I'd love to go see him, but I understand. Uh, Misty, now that you know that Tiffany is not going to split, if you were to win, are you still going to split with her? Well, now I will give you props for the honesty. Uh, Misty, now that you know this information, does that affect your decision on whether or not to split at the end of the game or not? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm still... I don't know. It, it is, I mean, I don't know. There's a little bad blood here now, I think. That's a fascinating like, wrinkle. I, see, now, <laughs> if somebody told me I'm keeping all the tickets, then I'm going to also right. keep all the I tickets. I know. I feel so yeah. greedy. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> that's very honest, and I'll be honest with you, too. I would have lied like a dog. I'd have been like, I'm splitting this no matter what, and then at the end, I would have kept them all. That's terrible. All right, enough time for me. Let's get down to business. General knowledge trivia. Uh, we will start with you, Misty. What ology is the study of animals? Zoology. Zoology is correct. And Misty's the one that says she's going to keep four, right? No, Misty said she would, would split. was going to split. Okay. Tiffany said, I'm keeping them no all matter right, so what. So we go to Tiffany now. He's going to keep them all. Uh, <laughs> Tiffany, what does the U.S. Yes. government famously store at Fort Knox? Oh, um, ammunition? No, that would be helper out, Tig. Is it gold? Gold. Gold. Misty. Who was the first yeah. murder victim in the Bible? Daniel. Mm-hmm. Help her out with that one, Tig. Tell me. It was Cain and Abel, yeah. and Abel was uh-huh. murdered by his brother Cain. All right, Tiffany. Yes. What rock musician is known as the boss? Oh, gracious. Um, this is not my genre. Um, 
as the boss. Upper outside. Springsteen. Bruce. Springsteen. With that, okay. Misty has one. Tiffany has two. It's still anybody's game. Ooh. Misty. What divides in two in a process called mitosis? What oh, my Lord. What divides, um, I'm not really sure. What divides in two in a process called mitosis? Oh, cells. Cells is correct. <laughs> Tiffany, what is the yeah. common description of the term, term rhinoplasty? Rhinoplasty. 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 Um, you said what is the term? What is the common description of the term rhinoplasty? Like plastic surgery? Mm, rhino no is a uh, <laughs> nose, right? It's a nose job. Rhinoplasty. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Two questions to go. Tiffany. Uh -oh. No, no, excuse me. Misty. Misty. What okay. mythical bird rises from its own ashes? Oh. Oh, um. The, oh, I'm not sure. That would be a phoenix. A phoenix. A phoenix. Tiffany. What movie is yes. about sisters Anna and Elsa? Frozen. Frozen is correct. <laughs> Misty has two. Tiffany has one. Final question. Ooh. I'm trying to find some easier ones here for you guys. <laughs> Thank All right. You. Misty. <laughs> What was the name of the comic strip that featured Charlie Brown and Snoopy? Peanuts. Excuse me? The Peanuts. Peanuts is correct. Tiffany. Yes. If she gets this, she wins. I don't know how in the world you came to that conclusion. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Just don't say that. <laughs> what? Uh, this is a trick question. Like keep, keep that in mind, all right? Okay. Which country contains the cities of Cairo, Oxford, Berlin, and Athens? Oh. Which country, Which country contains the cities of Cairo, Oxford, Berlin, and Athens? Germany. Uh, that, that's like a trick. I think I know the answer, though. Yeah, I even yeah. said, like, many times, this is a trick question. Is that the United States? The United States. With, okay. with that, now here the drama begins. Misty, uh, you have gotten three. Tiffany's gotten one. That means one. Misty has defeated Tiffany in the 98-5 The Bull fight. Uh, Congratulations. Misty. Yeah, now she's been. Thank you. <laughs> now, Misty, now, <laughs> now you must make a decision here. As you know, Tiffany said, I'm just going to keep the tickets. <laughs> Misty, you said, I'm going to split the tickets. And then you heard the information that Tiffany was going to keep them. And it is Christmas, uh, so you've got a decision to make. Tiffany, why should Misty split the tickets with you? Um, I would love to go see Gary Allen, but 
And, you know, I was quite honest in the beginning, but I definitely understand if she wants to take some friends because I get it. <laughs> All right. Well, Misty, uh, Tiffany's saying I'd really love to go, and uh, I was really honest with you. I could have tried to trick you. I didn't. But, uh, Misty, <laughs> it is Christmas time, and the decision is up to you. Will you keep both pair of tickets, or will you split them with Tiffany this morning? And where is this Where is this uh, venue at? Don't <laughs> get into the details. <laughs> Where's the venue at? What do you mean? Oh, it's uh, live, uh, Gary Allen live inside Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, April 5th. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and keep them. I'm going to take my daughter and a couple of her friends. Oh, my God. I'm well, sorry. Go. That's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tiffany. I don't know what to say. No, it's okay. I get it. <laughs> Yeah, because my daughter's birthday is in February. Okay, my daughter's birthday is in February, and this is her 21st birthday, so I'm going to take her. Oh, my God. And her friends will also be 21, I'm assuming, because, you know, they can't get into the casino unless they're 21. Yes, her best friend just turned 21 here a couple of days ago. All right. Y'all are going to have a blast. All right, thank you. I think that it hurt her being so honest at first, saying I would take all the tickets. Think so? Yeah. Did that, did that affect your decision, Misty, to keep both pair? No. It didn't? Right, well, you so. said you were going to give them away. You said you were going to split, though, going into it. Yeah, but I was just thinking, hey, my daughter might want to see him, so she likes him, so. Right. Well, thank you for playing. Uh, Tiffany, you can hang up. Misty, we got to get some information from you, and uh, hang on on the line here, okay? All right, thank you. And they didn't cuss. That was good. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Good morning, guys. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Daniel, you know where there's always good news? That's Jackie Cooper Nissan. Because at Jackie Cooper Nissan, they're giving you up to $1,500 more than your trade is even worth, yo. Yeah, they, uh, you bring that thing in there, and they take a look at it, and then they go consult Kelly Blue Book. They lick their thumb. They thumb through it. They say, oh, this is what your car is worth. Then they add an additional up to $1,500. How about that? How about it? So if you got a car to just sell... Um, you can just sell it to them, or you can use that as a trade-in, like I would need to get another car. And then you could turn around and use that extra up to 1500 bucks towards your new car with low interest rates all over the lot. And by the way, you guys are busy. you got lives to lead. Christmas time, you're shopping and all that. They have the largest inventory in the state of Oklahoma mm-hmm. at Jackie Cooper Nissan. So uh, that's like a one-stop shop right there, isn't it? It sure is, Todd. JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com.